subject matter, coarse language, intense situations, and is meant for an adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. Trust your inner voice. Its instinct will guide you through times of darkness and despair. Bleeder's Digest, issue number 16. The Pills. This story is The Pills, and it is written by Spider One. And I am Scout Compton, and I'm reading the role of Sam. Sam stares at a reflection in the mirror. She doesn't look well. She breathes heavy and her panic increases. Her eyes are red and her skin is irritated with rashes and bumps. She grips the side of the sink and then grabs at her head and pulls. A fistful of hair comes out. She sobs as tears flood down from her eyes. Hours later, Sam sits across from her therapist, Dr. Brown. It's quiet. Sam, looking pale and tired, bites her lip and stares at the floor. Dr. Brown stares back. Finally, the silence breaks. You're quiet today. I'm sorry. Please, don't apologize. Perhaps it's a good sign, a sign that you're ready to move from talking to action, from the verbal to the physical. Sam scratches her neck anxiously. Last week, we touched on the idea of transitioning from self-harm to self-care. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I just think... I mean... I keep saying I don't think that this is self-harm. This is something else. Sam, the human psyche, it's a complex thing. The conscious mind consists of sensations, perceptions, and emotions caused by our current awareness. Not to mention sensory input, the unconscious, the subconscious, and, and so on. To put it more simply, we are a composite of triggers and reactions. Our job, if we are to be successful, is to identify those triggers and redirect them to achieve a different and more desirable reaction. I know. I know, I know, I know. I know the triggers, and Doc, yeah, I got a lot of them. My mother, my childhood, my intimacy issues, my fear of fucking birds, but I'm telling you, this is not a trigger. This is something inside of me trying to get out. Something really bad. It certainly can feel that way. The skin irritations, the thinning of hair, the pain you describe, believe it or not, these are common reactions to external triggers. In layman's terms, stress. Sam shakes her head in defeat and then blurts out a thought. Maybe I'm possessed. Do you think I could be possessed? Dr. Brown couldn't help but smile. Sam, I'm a therapist, not a priest. Sam looks embarrassed at her suggestion. Have you ever heard of the pleasure principle? Sort of... I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. Well, I hate to reference Freud because, you know, it feels so pedestrian, but please humor me. Freud maintained that the human psyche was comprised of three parts. The id, the ego, and the superego. Okay. 
and the pleasure principle was the idea that the id desires every wishful impulse for pleasure to be satisfied regardless of consequence. Okay, I still don't... When the id is denied its impulse, we experience tension, pain, sadness. Sam still seems lost. Our therapist leans in. I feel that you might be denying your id. Sam stares at her doctor for a moment, trying to process whatever she just heard. She throws her head back, exasperated. Ah, this is hopeless. I feel like you're telling me to get laid. Sam, I want you to try something for me. Dr. Brown gets up and goes to his desk. He opens a drawer and takes out a small bottle of pills. I want you to take one of these pills each time you feel this bad thing start to arise. Wait, what? What is that? Do I need a prescription? It's a mild sedative. I think we can forego a prescription under the circumstances. Wait, what? No, no thanks. Dr. Brown moves to Sam and places the bottle in her hand. Please, Sam, just take the pills. He closes Sam's hand around the bottle and smiles. That evening, Sam sits alone eating dinner. The clink of the fork echoes in her empty house. She takes a bite of her food and swallows. She takes another bite, chews, and then pauses. Something's not right. Her face contorts with discomfort. Sam gags and she coughs out all the food onto her plate and then violently gags again. She struggles to stand but ends up falling on the floor. She crumples into a fetal position and wails. Her skin begins to change in texture and color. Small pointed bumps, almost horn-like, begin to protrude along her spine. Her eyes gloss over white. Sam crawls towards her purse that she left on the coffee table. With difficulty, she reaches the purse and pulls it onto the floor. She digs furiously through its contents until finally pulling out the bottle of pills given to her by the therapist. Shaking, she removes the cap and dumps a pill into her hand. She slams it into her mouth and swallows hard. Sam remains on all fours. Her breathing slowly regulates. Her body becomes less tense. After a few moments, she lifts her head. Miraculously, she's returned to normal. The following night, Sam is sitting on the couch watching a movie. She seems relaxed, but soon she starts to stir. She twitches slightly from jabs of pain. She scratches at her skin. She grabs at her hair and pulls out a small clump. She gasps. <gasps> Sam grabs for her purse and pulls out the pills. She swallows one fast. Again, just like the night before, after a few moments, she's back. Sam manages to make it two days without any attacks, but the relief is short-lived as that evening Sam's sleep is abruptly interrupted. She opens her eyes in panic. She's breathing heavy. She can feel her limbs stretch and crack. The bed beneath her heats to a burning temperature as if flames from hell itself are licking at her back. Sam twists and turns. Her eyes blur and she looks for help. She reaches out in near blindness and grabs for the pills, now on her nightstand. She opens the bottle, pops the pill, swallows and closes her eyes. Within moments, she drifts back to sleep. And this will become a pattern for the next two weeks. Sam's existence is a series of painful, monstrous attacks on her senses. Transformations into something not quite human. Then salvation from her pills. It's a difficult way to live, but Sam is eternally grateful for the medication that is preventing her from becoming something else. Something evil. It was now the second Wednesday of the month, and that was therapy day. Sam is anxious to report the effectiveness of her treatment to the doctor. She sits in her car before the session and pulls out the bottle of pills. She pours the final one into the palm of her hand and swallows. 
She pulls down the visor and takes a look in the mirror, takes a deep breath, and heads into her therapist's office. Moments later, Sam sits across from Dr. Brown. In contrast to her last visit, Sam looks healthy and put together, even happy. I've got to say, I feel like I'm sitting across from a different Sam than I was last week. Yeah, I know. Thanks, I do feel better. Dr. Brown nods with approval. You know, those pills you gave me really seemed to work. I mean, I was skeptical, but they really worked. Tell me. Well, at first, when I would feel, you know, the bad stuff coming on, I would take one and it would slowly bring me back to normal. But then each time I would take one, it seemed to help faster and faster. Interesting. Yeah, so eventually I just started taking one when I would get up in the morning then maybe in the afternoon, then at bedtime, you know, kind of like preventatively, you know, until finally the bad stuff stopped happening altogether. I don't think that's what I told you to do. I know, but you got to understand, this has been life-changing. I feel, for the first time in forever, I feel okay. Like, me. That's great, Sam. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Yeah, but now I'm out of the pills, and I really was hoping that you would give me a refill. Sam presents the empty bottle to her doctor. Already? I took the last one right before the session. Dr. Brown exhales and smiles. Sam, you're not going to need any more pills. What? Didn't you hear what I said? The therapist gets up and walks towards his desk. The pills didn't help you. They didn't do anything. What are you talking about? You said it yourself. You said I seem like a different person. I did, and you do, but it wasn't the pills. It was you that helped yourself. I'm so confused. The doctor takes his glasses off and turns back to Sam. He begins to clean his glasses with a cloth. Sam, those pills were placebos, nothing more than sugar pills. No medicinal properties whatsoever. Sam's jaw drops. I hope you forgive me, but I wanted to show you that you were in control the whole time. The pills were just a motivator to to help the power of your mind take control and ultimately heal your anxieties. Sam can't speak. The empty bottle falls from her hand and hits the floor. I know you might feel as if I deceived you, but the important thing is that you are cured. Isn't that wonderful, Sam? A strange sound begins to fill the room. It cracks and groans. It grows in volume. Sam? Dr. Brown puts his glasses back on and turns to face his patient. To his horror, Sam is now standing and has completely transformed into a terrifying beast. Her hair has fallen to patches, her skin red and scarred, her teeth jagged and rotten. Long claws protrude from the tips of her now crooked fingers, and a spiked tail has grown from her lower back. It swishes frantically like that of a lizard about to feast on its prey. She's nothing short of terrifying. She lets out an anguished scream. The therapist is in shock. His jaw drops. Sam screams again. (laughs) Doctor and patient stand frozen. A stunned silence fills the room until Dr. Brown musters the courage to speak. Let me get you that refill. The Pills, written by Spider One. Featuring Scout Compton as Sam, Spider-One as Dr. Brown. Narrated by Chrissy Fox. Engineered by Tyler Connolly. Production, sound design, and music by Chrissy Fox. 
Theme music by Tyler Connolly, Chrissy Fox, and Trevor Shand. Bleeder's Digest is created and curated by Spider One, Chrissy Fox, Trevor Shand, and Lauren Shand. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider to never miss an episode. Bleeder's Digest is a presentation of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. It's the Bleeder's Digest post show. I'm Trevor. I'm Lauren. Oh, hey. Uh, oh, is it your turn? <laughs> Stop it. I'm Spider. <laughs> I'm Chrissy. I like the way you said post show. Right? Yeah. Fancy. I was going to make jingles and then audition them for you like a bit, you know? One's like a country song. One's like an R&B jam. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> so what did we just hear? We heard episode 17, The Pills, right? Woo! The Pills, yes. Scout Compton nailed this it. This is our first uh, October special Halloween series of uh, shows. And what a way to kick it off with our good friend Scout. This is a story written by me. It's about, uh, well, you just heard it, so you know what it's about. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know, what, what do you think? I think Scout was great in it. You know, she, uh, she's, uh, you know, it's funny when we recorded this, because, you know, Scout, she's so like, she's like a, like a goofy, like uh, Burning Man, fairy, <laughs> yeah, happy, that's a good lucky, way to describe you know I mean? it, yeah. But, uh, but the best was when, like, you know, there's a lot of part in the story where she has to like freak out and scream and, and it was just hilarious being in the, in the vocal booth where she's like, okay, um, she's like, all right, well, I'm, Okay, so she manically screams in horror, rips her hair out, and then she would just go into this. Like, <laughs> and then as soon as she'd end, she'd be like, was that good? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> I remember seeing the first time I ever saw Scout in a movie was 2004's Sleepover. Did you ever see that? I don't think so. No. It's like a teen movie. That's weird, Trev. But yeah. what? No, no, it's, it's great. To the uh, the sleepover movie with middle age. <laughs> no, uh, it's well, a fun. It's a fun like teen movie, right? Yeah. All these girls get together and they're doing scavenger hunt all night, and they get into all sorts of shenanigans. I remember seeing her in that. What else is there? Well, obviously the Halloween, Halloween. movies. Yeah. <laughs> what movies has she been in? And then, mm. and then I remember like she was a big advanced user of YouTube and stuff and she would like vlog and do all this stuff outside of the acting thing. And I remember I always thought her personality was really just exuberant and interesting and wild and crazy. And I remember Fangoria Radio was around from like 2006 to 2009. I remember D Snyder hosted it and they stopped doing that for a while and I had this idea, oh, they should bring Fangoria back. And Scout should be a host. She's so great and she'd be perfect at that. And then I did a little demo with myself and her doing this fake like Fangoria radio thing. And as things do, it never took off. But that's how I met Scout. And how about you guys? I think the first time I met Scout was on the set of Halloween 2 because I went out to Atlanta to visit the set. And it was the same kind of thing. She was about to do a scene where she was like running down this hill, screaming, bloody, torn apart. And she was like, hey, hey, I'm Scout. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. And then she'd be like, hang on a second. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then come back up the hill. Oh, hey. So anyway, you know, really funny, like how she would just pop in and out of those personas, you know. I noticed also on the list, I had to mention this, Bryce Johnson, right? Yeah. yeah, he was on the on the list we posted on Instagram of uh, upcoming guests for this month, and I used to watch his show Popular. Like that was like, like Ryan, oh, one of Ryan yeah. Murphy's first shows. 
I fucking love that show. <laughs> There's yeah, like a teenage girl. Like, no, really, no. I love all that shit. I love all that shit. I I used to subscribe to YM sure and Seventeen. Did. Oh yeah, that's weird though. How old were you? We won't talk about that. But that, that had nothing to do with it. It wasn't a creepy thing at all. I just I was just into the. I'm into that culture. I, you know. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I remember watching uh, Popular, and then you you had Bryce on Death Valley, which was amazing yeah. to see him yeah, again because I hadn't great. seen him in a while. And uh, he, yeah, he just, uh, I mean, we, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but he narrated uh, an upcoming story and did an amazing job. So you're going to be hearing that one soon as well. And I'm really excited. Next week, we have Katie Cassidy on a story called The Thing in the Road, and she is insanely awesome in it. And it's, I think, one of the scariest stories we've had for like air level. It's really creepy. So I'm excited about that one. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show get found and keeps episodes coming on these post shows. We'll also read a few of your reviews. Chris, you got one, I believe. It's from Resdez, and it says, awesome, five stars. I was never big into podcasts. A friend got me hooked on Scared to Death, and after binging that one, I was pickily sorting through other horror podcasts to find something to fill the void while waiting for new episodes to drop. Found this one and listened to the whole catalog in a couple days. Great podcast. Very well acted by everyone and super engaging stories. Love these guys on tender hooks every week for the latest episode. Smiley face. Oh, well, if you want your review read, send it on over. We'd love to read it and it helps us. So we appreciate it so much. You know, Halloween's coming up, right? What do we got going on other than our amazing Mm -hmm. uh, block of stories? We might have even have some extra, extra stories this month to celebrate Halloween. So uh, what are you guys doing this Halloween? Anything? (sighs) Well, we're going to Delusion with you guys. Yeah, we're doing Delusion. (laughs) Looking forward to that. We're going to the Oogie Boogie Bash. What is that? It's at California Adventure. It's a Halloween party. Sounds like one of those things you bought like a ticket to like a year ago or something, right? A while ago. Oh, and then you got the uh, Danny Elfman uh, thing. Oh, yeah. We're going to go see The Nightmare Before Christmas with Billie Eilish playing Sally. Oh, that sounds really cool. I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah, Scarlett is excited about that for sure. For us, definitely beyond Bleeders, it's, we're doing all the normal Halloween activities. And then I have my film's coming out October 25th, Frank, which is crazy. Finally, I'm so excited. And uh, Spider produced it as well. So... Yeah, that's going to be an awesome Halloween treat right before. Yep. And I'll be in a quarantine on Halloween because I'm playing two shows with Power Man 5000, <laughs> uh, which I haven't done in almost two years. So we're playing uh, at the Whiskey on the 29th and then somewhere in San Diego on the 30th that I don't know where it is. In Holy front of shit. Here. That's awesome, wow. man. Well, we'll see. You know, listen, we'll see if the new Mew variant doesn't come and decimate God. us. All. That's the plan. But uh, yeah, so it's going to be crazy. I don't think I remember how to play a show. but (laughs) For Frank, where are people going to be able to watch it? It's going to be on VOD. um, So, you know, Apple, Amazon, everywhere on the 25th. And we are going to do in L.A. a theater release. We don't know the date. It may be on release date. It may be a week before figuring that out. So but most people will be will be able to watch it on VOD. And um, yeah, like we've been. We finished it a year ago last October. So, you know, this has been a long wait and we're just it's kind of the best time of year possible for 
Oh, definitely. No, it's yeah. so awesome. We can't wait. I mean, we've seen it and it's fucking amazing. So we can't wait for everyone else it's to so share in that experience. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking killed and it. And little Scarlett Shand is a voice in it. So that that's is right. true. She's very yeah. excited. <laughs> <laughs> Can we tease what's in store for episode 18? Oh, yeah. Well, episode 18 is called The Thing in the Road. It guest stars Katie Cassidy from Gossip Girl Arrow. She was in she's been in Nightmare on Elm Street, um, one of the newer ones. Uh, she's incredible actress. And um, we play sisters, her and I, in this story. Um, and basically she's at home waiting for her sister to show up. Her sister's been on this really long drive in the dark. Um, she's about two hours away. They get on the phone with each other. And while they're on the phone, her sister has an accident and um, they realize that she's about to encounter evil and it ba- basically infiltrates both of their life. That, that is amazing. Scary. Sounds so good. So that's what's in store for episode 18. So you got to subscribe, share, tell all your friends, That was the Bleeders Digest post show for episode 17, The Pills, written by Spider One. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Bleeders Digest, D-I-E-G-E-S-T. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 